0: my great privilege to introduce you tonight to a wonderful guest speaker. We have our very own Pastor Vince. Pastor Vince. Praise Jesus. Pastor Vince, it's all yours. Well, praise God. Come on, give Jesus a clap offering. He's worthy church. There's none like him. Hallelujah. Before you're seated, open your Bibles to Judges chapter 6, well actually go to chapter 7, and I'm going to read verses 1 through 7, praise the Lord, Um, you know I'm getting up there a little bit, can you? There's a switch there somewhere. Hallelujah. I will pursue you. See, if you don't turn on them lights, I'm going to sing. <laughs> are, are you guys there in Judges chapter 7? I'll be reading verses 1 through 7. It says, Then Jerubabo, who is Gideon, And all the people that were with him rose up early. That's why we have EMP. They rose up early and pitched beside the well of Herod so that the host of the Midianites were on the north side of them by the hill of Mora in the valley. In the valley. And the Lord said (laughs) to Gideon, the people are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into your ha- into their hands, lest Israel vaunt themselves against me, saying, "My own hand has saved me." Now, therefore, go to proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, "Whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart early from the from Mount Gilead." And there returned other people 20 and 2,000, and there remained 10,000. And the people said unto Gideon, the people, excuse me, and the Lord said unto Gideon, the people are too many, are yet too many. Bring them down unto the water, and I will try them for thee there. And it shall be that of whom I say unto thee, this shall go with thee, the same shall go with thee. And whomsoever I say unto thee, this shall not go with thee, the same shall not go. So he brought down the people unto the water, and the Lord said unto Gideon, Everyone that lappeth of, of the water with his tongue, as a dog lappeth, shall, shall <laughs> him shalt thou set by himself. Likewise, everyone that boweth down upon his knees to drink. And the number of them that lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, were three hundred men, but all the rest of the people bowed down upon their knees to drink water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, by the three hundred men that lapped, I will save you. And deliver the Midianites into thine hand, and let all the people go, every man unto his place. Father, we thank you for your word. Let it be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path to reveal your will for our lives, God. We pray that today that your word will be so engrafted into our lives, Lord, that we're changed forever. That we're conformed and molded into the very image of your son, Christ Jesus, so that it's no longer we that live, but him through us, the hope of glory. Have your way with us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. You may be seated. Wow, very interesting story about a man named Gideon, but even more interesting than that, it's about how God forms an army. God is looking for people of a certain kind in a certain, a certain way about them so that he can enlist them into his army. I want you to know that Gideon didn't get a choice of a people That were going with him. Me, he started out with 32,000 people, man. And at the first cut, over half of the people left. And he was down to 10,000. I'm like a dag, okay? 32,000 against their army. We got our 32. They got their 32 and more, whatever. But we got a lot of people. We can do this. That's human thinking. Now, I like how God crucifies the flesh. Because he took them down to 10,000, and and Gideon probably was walking around pumping himself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. We can do it. All right. Just with 10,000, God, we can do it. He said, no, there's too many. Uh Uh-huh. Now, God, what do you want to do? Praise God for Gideon. Then God took the 10,000 down to 300. Man, this is not human math. This is humanly impossible to do. But is anything too hard for the Lord? See, it's all about a matter of where we place our trust. See, we can look around and see how many people in the room, and we can just go, yeah, we can do it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But sometimes, God wants to test your faith. And he tests your faith so he can take it to another level. He's not trying to crush your faith. He's trying to build your faith. He's not trying to put you down. He's trying to cause you to realize that you plus him is a majority in any circumstance, in any situation that they face. God says, it's me and you, in agreement, can take on all of them. It doesn't matter who is attacking you. Even the government of the United States of America, with all their nuclear weapons, have no power against you and God. The Bible says if God be for us, come what may, we will always triumph. You know why? Because God's given us the victory. Now watch this. He, he can't give us something that he doesn't have. He's already won the fight. He's already beat the world and the devil and all their resources and then he came back and he says, look, I already won the war. As a matter of fact, I went into the future and checked it out. Sure enough, we already won. Okay, I'm come back and give you the victory. And you got to walk that out. That's an amazing thing. But we're so visual. we so like Looking at things with our eyes. You know, there's some... There's In my time, there were some pretty women came across my, my path. You know, I was six years in the Navy and there's all kind of crazy stuff happened to me before I met that wonderful woman over there, Ava Vincent, to whom I've been married 29 straight years. Okay. There's nobody else for me ever. God had a plan. Now, I tell you this because I've run across some decoys. You understand? I'm saying, you know, you know, women sitting there smiling at me, and you know, later on, they was clicking the light on and off. click, click. click, click. Crazy as a Betsy bug. Hallelujah. Some insane people out there. You cannot look at the outside. You cannot look with your eyes and make a decision. you got to be led by the Lord. Now, i got the absolute most beautiful wife in this room. As a matter of fact, in all of Mexico. Hallelujah. There's only one for me. There's only one that can put up with me. There's only one that can handle me. Okay. Don't let that little thing fool you. Okay. She bad all by herself. She good. God's on her side. I know. I love to tell a story about her. Y'all, just excuse me. Let me just take a little rabbit trail, her, just for a moment. I remember driving down in the in the car. You ever played a dozens? That's when people talk about people's mama. Okay, so you know I'm from Cleveland. She's from Pennsylvania, from Pittsburgh. And I, I decided to say something about her mother, okay? So I didn't know she was so sensitive about her mother, but I found out the hard way. So I'm driving. I got both hands on the wheel. And she said something really smart to me because she thinks she's funny. Praise <laughs> the right. Lord. And I said something about your mama. The next thing I know, and she right-handed, her left hand goes up. She goes pow, right across my jaw. Well, Now, I've got both hands on the wheel, okay? I can't respond, but you know that thing kind of stung me a little bit, and I came to my right senses, and I made up my mind right then and there that I was going to never say anything about her mother ever again. (laughs) I just wanted you to know who you was dealing with, okay? Because she smiled at (laughs) y'all, appearances can fool you and when you start trusting in what you see with your eyes or what you hear with your ears you're tapped into the wrong source we're supposed to walk in the spirit be led by the spirit spirit filled spirit baptized on fire for God looking at things with God's eyes sometimes we look at our, our bills And we get scared. You know, praise God for caller ID. (laughs) I see that number on there, boy. I said, you know, 888. I ain't answering that. (laughs) Because it's not good news. I only want to hear good news. If I don't know them people, I ain't picking up the phone. You know, but it's it's a wonder, you know, that God spoke to me one day. He said, pick up the phone. Either you believe my word or you don't. Either you believe that greater is he that is in you than he is in this world that you don't. Pick up the phone. Face your giants. Take them out. Take them down. Don't you believe me? Don't you know that I'll be by your side? Pick up the phone and talk to that operator lady that's trying to get all that money from you. Talk to her. Deal with that thing. But you know what? We are nearly debt-free except for what we own our house. Did I tell you we, we signed for our house and we got it? And I'm telling you, as soon as I get rested, I'm going to celebrate right along with y'all. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm so tired of moving stuff. <laughs> but God's been good to me. Now all that, just to say this, as an army, as a soldier of the Lord, you've got to learn to trust in the Lord. The Bible says, "Trust in the Lord with all your might, and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths." And God's path is one of victory. God's path is the way to overcome. The God's path is the way. And the only real way to get what you need in your life. We serve a God of abundance. We go to serve a God of more than enough. Now when you start living your life by the word, you won't be afraid to tithe and give. Because you know either God's going to supply your needs or he's not. Where's your faith? Because God always shows up. He's never late. He's never early. He's always right on time. He always comes through. The fact that you're here tonight lets me know that you're a winner, not a loser. You're above and not beneath. Just because you showed up. Because another attribute of God's army, God's soldiers, they always show up regardless of the odds. Gideon whittled down to 300 men. I don't know about y'all, but if, if, you, ain't, if you weren't praying before, I bet you'd be praying now. If God took you from 32,000 down down to 300, you'd be like, I don't care what you believe, you're speaking in tongues. (laughs) It's an amazing thing how situations and circumstances cause you to really believe what you believe. Oh, yeah. The Bible says everything you do, everything you believe, everything you say will be tested by fire. He said, if it comes through the fire, it's real. If it didn't make it through the fire, it was fake. So you say, I believe God. I'll stand with God. And then the whole world comes at you. Boom. And you go. Hey, ask me on Man, I stood with God, man, and God pulled the rug out from under me. God did it. Not the world. God did it. He said he let my enemies come in like a flood so he could lift up a standard against them. And I said they they just came at me one way and they just went around me They didn't touch me, didn't come close to me. God prepared a table for me in the presence of my enemies and I had to watch God deliver, show up and do what I could not do. I've had him touch judges' hearts, just change their hearts like this. For some reason, I don't know why I'm doing this, bam. You don't know how many times I've heard that statement. For some reason, I don't know Why I'm doing this, and I just start looking up to God and tears start running down my face because I know that was just the prelude to his deliverance for me. Woo! God's been good to me. So I go to buy a house. I don't have a dime. I'm talking about a dime. I go to buy a house. I had to come up with some money to put down in the bank so that I have some, what do you call it, you know, earnest money. I had to write a check. You know, God brought that money in. Then I had to let money sit in the bank. That was hard. <laughs> that was hard. I'm sitting there good. I, I got money sitting in the bank. And then my car broke. And my car is sitting in the shop now. But let me tell you what God did at the close. All that money I had in the bank that I thought I was going to have to use at the close, I didn't have to use any of it. As a matter of fact, they wrote me a check for 300 bucks. And I had told the car, man, I'm, I'm going to bring you some money, you know, in the, in the beginning of, uh, of next month to put down on my car. I actually had money to walk in there and give them. I still got a little ways to go on my car. But my car is being healed right now. It's in the shop. God's got me three quarters of the way there. And I'm believing him for the next quarter. I've just learned to trust him. You know, in the room, you know, God has, you know, somebody loaned me a car. I love the valley. You know, God's been meeting my needs, exceeding my expectations. Oh, the story about Gideon. Let's get back to it. Oh, that's okay. Hallelujah. Crushed the devil under my feet. Praise the Lord. Uh, It says in verse 1, who is Gideon? And all the people that were with him, I mean, then Jerubbawa, who was Gideon, and all the people that was with him rose up early and pitched the side of the well of Herod. In other words, he, he got up on top of a hill, and there was a valley in between them, and the enemy was on top of another hill. Now, you got to look up names because um, Herod uh, means something somewhere in these notes. <laughs> But um, in the Hebrew, here it means fountain of trembling and affliction. At the fountain of trembling and affliction, God whittled down Gideon's army down to three hundred. Anybody here trembling, trembling from what they have to face tomorrow? Because He lives. I can face tomorrow, because he lives, all fear is gone. just because he lives. Yeah, weepy man do for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Hallelujah. I know tomorrow is a new day. Hallelujah. Oh, and his blessings are new every morning. I mean, just God is just, Prepare the day for you. This is the day that the Lord has made. I'll wake up and rejoice in it. I'm going to walk my day out victorious. I will not fear what man can do to me because my God is with me always. He never leaves me nor forsakes me. I didn't get this big missing meals. ha <laughs> Yay! <Hey! laughs> I just had to throw that in there. You know, my God is faithful. I had no money in a bank and food in my house. You know, sometimes we just pay attention to the wrong stuff. We're just so negatively attentive. And instead of looking at what God is doing, we look at what we ain't got. You need to start to look around what you do have. You know, and then thank God for what you do have. And you'll watch your attitude change. Because everybody ain't got what you got. Everybody don't have a house to live in. Everybody don't have the car to drive. You know, everybody ain't got what you got. And you think you got it bad, but there's people that got it worse than you. Come on. You need to focus in on what is right. In Hebrew, Herod means a fountain of trembling and affliction. Anybody been afflicted? Anybody been falsely accused? and abused anybody been caught on videotape doing what they shouldn't have been doing but still called on the name of the Lord and watched him step in that situation and circumstance wow yeah I know I've seen God in his mercy and his grace when men wanted to throw stones at me you know one thing as a pastor you know I remember Pastor Phil used to always say this, you know, that, that one day you're a hero and a shining star, and the next day, as a pastor, you're the village idiot. And people want to stone you to death. You know, it, it's a crazy life that we live because people give up so fast because of negative circumstances and situations. But it's in negative circumstances and situations that God shows himself strong. In our weakness, he is made strong. And he shows up, and the more terrible the odds are, the better he looks when he steps into the room, you ain't never gonna be none. You ain't never. None. That's crazy. But you know, there's the other side. When you know, I'm so smart. I'm so good looking. I'm so intelligent. You know, I just got it going on. There's no way that I could, I can lose, and watch God pull a rug out from underneath you. He treats us all the same. He reminds us that we just dirt that he breathed into. <laughs> okay, with people, you know, we all are in the same boat. But I like like Peter. Peter walked on water. No visible means of support. You understand what I mean? It's impossible to walk on water. Now I've seen people do it on TV, okay, but they can't really walk on water. You understand? It's a trick. Okay, but Peter was the only person outside of Jesus that walked on water. Okay, and it wasn't no trick, he had no visible means of support. And I'm telling you, in this in this church, there are people you don't know why they're here. You don't know how they got here. You just you don't you, it's a wonder, it's a miracle, and a sign of wonder that you breathe in today. Because God will support you. And when God supports you, it doesn't, it's not always visible to the eye. It's 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 only spiritually discerned that you can see the hand of God in children of God's life. In the army fights a lot of battles but we never lose if we fight and you say what does that mean you never lose if you fight you fight a lot of battles. many other trials and the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord delivers them out of them all I don't know what affliction is afflicting you I don't know what's causing you to tremble I don't know what's causing nightmares in your life. I don't know what concerns you have about your future. But I want you to know, if you will trust in the Lord thy God, he'll get you through it. I mean through it. He won't take you over it. He won't take you around it. He won't take you under it. He will say, you are going to face this thing, and you're going to walk through it. Me and you. I love that never runs from a fight and if we're running he'll stop us i want you to know that the enemy had their heel too and it was called mara and that heel means early rain and i want you to know that the early rain is very important but it's not as important as the latter day rain it's not as important as the rain that subsequently comes after that that keeps that that valley green, that, 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 that brings the harvest. And I want you to know, regardless of what they say on television, regardless of how many people sell us out, how much they jump up and they cheer and they pass laws, that's just the early rain, baby. It ain't over till it's over. And I know my God, he always shows up. And always shows himself strong. I mean Elijah went into a battle with with, with 300 prophets of Baal or how many ever there was. and, And he just, it was just him. Him and God. And he called and fire came down from heaven. And then there was only one prophet that left that place. That left that riverside. And it was the true prophet. I want you to know that when the dust clears, I've read the end of the book no matter what they do. It's just the early rain, baby. Hallelujah. The latter day rain says that we win. We're just getting started. We're just getting warmed up. Hallelujah. When I saw all those people at the Bernard Sports Center or whatever that thing is called, hallelujah, running around in all them silly costumes, getting all that candy and for God to get the glory when he came through at the end and gave the altar call. Amazing! I sat there and I wept. I said, God, you've done a great and mighty thing to see all those little souls walking up there. All those little souls that will affect their parents and their brothers and their sisters and their aunties and their uncles and their grandparents. Hallelujah. Say, I know Jesus now. Mommy, come to church with me. Hey! Yeah. Whoa! I said, only an army can go up against the world like that and preach the gospel without... Being ashamed without being afraid. My hand goes off to you, Pastor Kirsten. It's an amazing thing. That was an amazing thing. I learned so much. I said, Man, we got an army going on here. You know, one of us will put a thousand to flight. Two of us ten thousand. We used to sing this song. If one of us can put a thousand to fly then two of us can send the legions fleeing. If one of us can put a thousand to fly, then two of us can rout evil Prince principalities. But there are many of us here exalting the name of the Lord. Okay, I'm going to quit. Hallelujah. Okay, one more. And in his name we declare... Our victory in spiritual war. I start I start singing songs like that. I start getting crazy. I start getting crazy. I I can see Gideon singing these old songs. What did I know? It says, Oh, oh, how they increase that trouble me. Many are they that rise up against me. Many are they that say of my soul, there is no hope for you in God. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my hand. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, the glory and the lifter of my hand. I will not be afraid of 10,000 of people that set themselves against me round about. I will not be afraid of 10,000 of people that set themselves against me round about. For thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my hand. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, the glory my wow okay real quick the army of God you have to remember this you need to write this down that God is your source let me say that again that God is your source God is your source and if you don't believe that you will lose As soon as you start trusting in the arm of the flesh you're done soon as you start uh, trusting in your bank account, you're done. Don't do it. You're in the army of God. You got to trust him and him alone. The people needed an example of God's power, not Gideon's. You need an example of God's power in your life, and you need to follow the example of God's power, not some man's. Okay? And I know Donald Trump is powerful. He got a lot of money, but you don't need to be following him. okay? Because that stuff is temporary. it's going to pass away, it's going to burn up the things of God and the things that God has in your life are eternal things. And he's got you working on an eternal, on an eternal deal. okay, trust in the eternal because it lasts forever. Ha <laughs> ha whoa. You know, God does that so that he gets the glory and not anybody else. You know, a lot of people say, if it wasn't for God that was on my side, where would I be? I know that people would not on my side. My mama wasn't on my side. My daddy would not on my side. My sisters would not on my side. My friends were not on my side. But God. It's the only reason, the only reason I'm here, the only reason I'm standing here tonight is because God was on my side. Don't you bet against a child of God because even though it looks like they're dead, yet shall they live. Oh, some people are scared of these Friday the 13th movies. they scared of Jason. I'm dating myself because I went way back. I started with the original ones. Okay, part one, what y'all love, part 17 or something like that? That's crazy. Okay, but the reason I want to say that is because it's just a counterfeit, it's a lie. The only people that keep getting back up is Christians, born again, filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. And though people calm us out, we always come back. We always triumph. It always looks like things are going down. It looked like Joseph was going down, he was going away, and he was never coming back. lo Lord behold. His brothers turned around and go, "Wow, Joe is back. Hallelujah. Pastor Alex is back. Come on. Hey, Mike is back. Hey, we all, don't you count us out? Don't you agree with the world? Hallelujah. You put a dollar to a dime on a Christian, a man or woman, a guy. I don't care if they're caught in the fall. I don't care if they're falling. They will get back up. God will sure make sure of it. He will see to it. If they will turn and put their trust in him. You know, we got to get better at encouraging one another. I bet you, you know, Gideon was like, man, I only got 300 guys. But I bet you those 300 guys was like, Gideon, come on, we can do it. I'm almost done. Hallelujah. Let me tell you this one story. You know, because it kind of makes me look good. But I know it was God. God. And I had faith in him. And it's about a secular situation because God taught me not to accept defeat. He taught me that I always triumph. And that doesn't mean I fight somebody and and, and, and everything is fine. I just know ultimately I'm going to overcome because I'm never going to quit and I'm never going to get up. I remember we were playing. Me and Ava went to a high school basketball game. Our oldest son, Jeremy, was playing. Okay, and you know, it's not my habit to be quiet. What you see in church is what you see out in the world. I'm just telling you that. I'm not a quiet person, and people know that. I'm always screaming. I'm always hollering, and I'm always like, Dad, that man's so loud. That's the way I am. Okay, that's just So we're at a basketball game. It's the last five minutes. Jeremy's team is down 10 points. And so I'm stopped talking to them. I start talking to God. And I said, God, this ain't right. I said, I didn't come and drive halfway across the island and come down here to this small little town to see my son lose at a game against people he'd been beating all his life. I said, this ain't right. All of a sudden, something rose up inside of me. I don't know what it was. I stood up in an auditorium full of people and started singing a song. (laughs) That's... I start singing this song. God changed the words for me, so I made it clean. Okay? And his team was called the Raiders, and I know y'all have some Raiders here. And 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 this old secular song that I used when I used to go out, um, a, yeah, when I used to be in a club, yeah, and all that. But I start singing this song, and I said, Raiders, you can do it, take your time, do it right. You can do it, Raiders, do it tonight. Raiders, you can do it, take your time, do it right. You can do it, Raiders, do it tonight, take your time. And then Ava started joining me because she really can't sing. (laughs) And by the time about two minutes left in the game, we had that whole auditorium rocking. Raiders, you can do it, take your time, do it right. And the Raider bitch was tapping their feet. And in that, in that five minutes, they won that game. They were down 10 points. They won the game by 10 points. Man, you cannot out cheer a child of God. And I know how it is to come from behind and win. And those boys came from behind and win. We, we was famous. You know, my son was hiding behind his towel. <laughs> so, but his team was like, yeah, we can do this. And they came back and they won. Threw the whole team off, but you know what? What does a little worship does? A little praise of God out there in the world, and I'm telling you, the world ain't seen nothing like us. And we ain't. We have yet to break out into the community as we're about to break out. You know, there Now watch this. We're down at the Menard Sports Center. They cannot hold us. It's not big enough to hold us. So you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna build our own sport. <laughs> We're gonna build a church that's big enough to hold us, and they're gonna have to come on God's property to see us. It's a setup by God. And they've been set up. They know, well, if we want to see the fireworks, we gotta go over there and get some candy from those from those Christian guys, you know, and our, our kids wanna go. Yeah, I want to go to that place over there. Daddy, and mommy, They are set up. It's been a thing of God. Now, God reduced the numbers to 300. He set the enemy up because they had the first rain. But the latter day rain is the power of the Holy Spirit that comes upon people and believers that believe him. And we will wake up and we will change this valley and take the valley for the Lord. I'm telling you, God has set us up for the victory. And though it looks sometimes like God is breaking us down and tearing us down, It's not it. He's just getting us ready. Let me close this thing up. I want you to know that God will give you back what the enemy has stole from you. God will give you your sons and daughters. I got a word for you. God's giving you your sons and daughters back. He's giving you your wives and husbands back. Well, you know, y'all can do something about that. If y'all don't want them, y'all better tell God now. Okay, (laughs) But God is working some things out for you that you get back so that you realize that you're the victorious person in Christ that he created you to be. You know when I found that out? I found that out last night when I was watching people work the setup. They were just working. I mean, everybody was doing, what can I do? Everybody's running up to Pastor Carson, can I do something? Pastor Carson was asking people to do something. like directing an army. You go here. You go there. Bam, you do this. You do that. And even though you won't, you, you see this in the setup and everybody is up. But you know the true thing was is those people that finished all the way to the end, that came back to this building and put everything away, arranged this church and and helped. When I got back to the building, Mike was here, he was still working, Pastor Alex was still working, and I came and this is why I said, is there anything I can do? Okay, until every light was out and and we were completely and totally done. That is an army. From beginning to the end, God had me in tears all night over the things that I saw people do. I saw people, man, running up and down the stairs, gray hair, you know, I mean, just every age group. I couldn't run up and down the stairs. I couldn't do it. I, I, I stopped at the bottom of the stairs and handed it to other people. <laughs> but from the youngest, I mean, I saw these boys and these little girls, man, grabbing what they could. I'm saying, that is an arm. I want you to know that God's building an army here. And he, mean, he means this not to leave not one soldier behind. I don't know what you're going through tonight. I don't know what trouble you're having in your life. But I want you to encourage you that you are not the majority. As long as you got God on your side, I mean you're not the minority. You're the majority as long as you got God on your side. If God be with you, who can be for you? I don't care what your enemies is. I don't care what the enemy is saying to you. Do not listen to them. You listen to what God says about you. And if God says you're victorious, regardless of your circumstance, regardless of your situation, that is the truth. What you see with your eyes and what you hear with your ears is a lie. I am so sick of people in the world coming and telling me I'm losing. That's why I've cut off the television. I've cut it off because I don't want to hear that I'm losing. I'm going to read the book that says I'm winning. That book is true. What they're saying is a lie. It's a smoke screen. They're trying to get you to quit when you already won. We are going to take the valley. The valley is already ours. It's them that haven't realized it yet. We know it's ours. We're going to build a church on top of a hill. Only God can do that. And put a church up where nobody can ignore it. And nobody can ignore God. When they, walk, when they drive past, all they're going to hear is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. No matter what direction you move in. In Wasilla, in and out of this valley, you're going to see Jesus glorified. You're going to see Jesus high and lifted up. And if you ask me, man, I think we ought to put windows in that place and open them things up and let let them hear true worship. If I had my way, I'd put speakers on the outside of the building. (laughs) Oh, it ain't got nothing to do with me. I just want to announce him. I just want to let them know that there's a God in heaven who saves, who delivers, who heals, who always calls us to triumph, who always gives us the victory in Christ Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You cannot have the victory that God has made for you if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You can't be playing around. You can't be faking it. It's got to be real. Because God only deals in the real. He don't deal in the fake cuz I'm gonna tell you what when you go through the fire and you go to the flame it's gonna reveal who you are when you get the next bill in the mail when you get the next telephone call from somebody with some bad news it's gonna reveal who you are it's either gonna make you or break you it's either gonna cause you to fall in a pit of depression or cause you to rise up as a man or woman of God you're a soldier in the Lord's army, you got to think like a soldier. you got to be up for the fight. You can't be like, okay, it's um, a fight. I'm going home. What? You're a soldier. This is what you're made for. You're going to fight. And if you fight, you're going to win. If I was you, I'd make my mind up right now. I'm going to be one of the 300. I'm not going back. I'm moving ahead. I'm not going to do drugs. I'm not going to go back to that sin that so easily besets me. I'm not doing that anymore. That option is dead. The only place I'm going is where God has directed me to the victory. Amen? Hallelujah. You be a soldier of God if you're here tonight. Now look at me. And you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. This is your moment. This is your opportunity. It's, it's not going to be where everybody else raised their hand You have to make up your mind in your heart right now. Who you going to serve? What kind of person you going to be? You going to run from this fight? You going to cave into the world? You going to cave into drugs and alcohol? Or you going to stand with Jesus? Nobody else can make this decision for you. I don't care how young you are or how old you are. You still can be a part of God's honor. But you have to humble yourself and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So if you're here tonight, in full control of your mind and your choices, will you receive Jesus tonight and make him Lord over your life? If that's you, simply raise your hand right now, right in your seat. Said, I'm receiving Jesus. I'm going to be free. I'm going to be a part of the Lord's army. Anybody here, hallelujah, not already enlisted, want to get enlisted tonight. I want you all to stand tonight. As we begin the close service, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm asking you tonight to forgive me for all my sins. Come into my life. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Write my name in your book of life and make heaven my home. I lay my life for you because you gave your life for me. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. Thank you, Lord, for saving me in Jesus name I pray amen let me pronounce a blessing over those who have received Jesus tonight Father I thank you that all those that have accepted Jesus into their heart Lord are saved And their destination Lord their final destination is a place that you prepared for them called heaven and I thank you Lord that all that you cause to go there go there in victory all that you cause to go there go there not in their own power but in the power of your might. I thank you, Lord, not only for them, but for this whole co- congregation, Lord, that knows and understands that from this day forth, as a, as a good soldier, it's not by might, nor by power, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. And we do nothing, Lord, unless you, you command us. in every place you command us to go, everything you command us to do, We will do, God. We will show up because you show up in our lives, God. We are victorious men and women in Christ. And that's all we'll ever be because you rule and reign in our lives. Have your way in our lives. Have your way in our church. In Jesus' name we pray. And all in agreement said. Hallelujah. Come on, give God some glory tonight. Praise you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. One last thing before that we dismiss. I'm going to pray a quick blessing over you. And you will be dismissed for the night. But if you still need prayer, for any reason and for anything, me, the members of KC, our staff, are here for you until, until the early morning hours, if need be. Father, I thank you, Lord, for all that are here tonight, God. Cause your light to shine upon them, Lord. Give them great peace and rest, Lord, from the storm. I pray, Lord, for traveling mercies upon them, Lord, that you will be with them, Lord, tonight, God, to see them safely home, even in this early snow, Lord. I pray that you would be their forward and rear guard, Lord, that they would would arrive at their destination. I decree and declare that no weapon formed against them will prosper, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you'll be a hedge about them, Lord. And even before they get home, Lord, if there's trouble at home, I pray that you would cause peace there. Hallelujah, Father. Even before they get there, settle the issue. Hallelujah. I come against every hindering spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. And may they arrive, Lord, victorious in Christ. Bless them tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming. We'll see you Wednesday night. Right here, 7 p.m. And if you need prayer for any reason, won't you come?